0: Welcome to the 37th episode of Virtually Unbreakable Podcast, where we inspire you to live happier and more fulfilling lives. My name is Ella and I'm your host. Today's topic is how to disagree and manage conflict in a relationship. We will discuss how to effectively communicate your differences without causing harm to your relationship. I'm pleased to have you here with me, so sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. How to effectively manage conflict in a relationship? Well, it's a big question. Um, Conflicts and disagreements are unavoidable in romantic relationships. And these conflicts can really range from big to small. Their duration and intensity varies. And there is different sets of emotions that conflict and heated discussions often carry with them. And it's the ability to communicate our differences and express those emotions that can really make or break a relationship. So one thing is for sure, all relationships will experience disagreements and conflict at some point. But how we handle them is all it counts. In fact, when we handle it appropriately, it can strengthen our bond with our partner because it will make us realise we really care about each other and we love each other and we support each other deeply, even in situations where we have differences and our bond is there to stay and we are prepared to work on it. And also, if we don't address our problems and our differences, we will never solve them. So the ability to handle arguments in a constructive way will allow us to better understand our partner and find a solution that benefits us both. But, as many of us also know, dealing with arguments poorly can sometimes worsen and weaken our relationship. It can cause resentment, which over time can cause relationship breakdown. So, how we handle disagreements with our partner can influence whether our relationship will stay healthy and strong and supportive or over the time become unsupportive, unhealthy or maybe even emotionally draining. And today I'm going to mention five ways in which we can use to resolve conflict in a relationship and what to keep in mind next time you are facing a heated discussion with your partner. Number one, be calm and respectful during heated conversations. Remember to refrain becoming defensive, judgmental or insulting your partner, no matter what the discussion is about and no matter how strongly you feel about your opinion that may be different from their opinion. So it's very easy for heated conversations to become out of control and really slowly and gradually become a very, very big, difficult-to-manage drama, a situation that we really don't know how to handle, a situation where we are overcome with emotions and whatever we say, we're just making the situation worse. So if you notice that your partner or you, become agitated, or hostile, it's time to take a break and cool off. Equally, this also can be sometimes an indication that our relationship has become abusive, which is of course a very difficult thing to swallow, a pill to swallow, and it's a very difficult thing to handle and stay cool about. But sometimes that's just the way it is and that's just the way it goes if us or our partner comes with a history of, especially when we come with a history or from history of abuse. So remember that no one should yell at you, use swear words or make you feel worried about your safety when you are arguing, regardless of what the conflict is about and who has started it. Whatever relationship you are in, it should never make you feel threatened or scared for your life or your safety or the safety of your children. And if you do feel like that, it's time to seek help and it's time to seriously consider the future of your relationship. Number two, agree to find common ground. It's important to find balance between what each partner wants and feels comfortable doing. So in relationship, especially after we had children, a lot of it depends on those micro negotiations. So the ability to voice our difference, to voice our opinion in a respectful way. And if we are committed to making our relationship work, We should pay attention to how we communicate our differences daily. And we are likely, once we build that awareness, to find an understanding without feeling like we're making huge sacrifices and huge compromises about our relationship. There might be times, however, when you and your partner just aren't able to agree to anything, And it's really the ability to accept this disagreement and move on that can make a big difference to your well-being and to your balance and to your ability to carry on with normal tasks, daily tasks. And sometimes this means that both of you understand that you have different opinions and both of you are mature enough to not continue an argument just for the sake of proving who is right and who is wrong. So conflict resolution often involves making compromises, but also equally very often involves showing maturity and respect to one another. Number three, choose your battles wisely. Sometimes it's best to just ignore an issue, especially if it's a very little one. It probably isn't worth your energy um, if it's something you are likely to forget about the next day or the next week. And couples that are upset frequently uh, bring up variety of subjects in the heat of a moment. So they might be discussing something really small, not very, very relevant um, to to how you live your daily life. For, For example, which outfit to wear or how to dress your child uh for a kids party uh, or which shoes to wear um or which car to take and but but very quickly we can make that we can get all worked up and we can get that situation make it into a much larger issue and it's important not to to be mindful not to do that so although it may seem obvious a heated argument on one issue can very quickly become a complaining session in which both parties air their grudges. And the likelihood that any of your complaints will really be properly discussed and fixed decreases as you point out more resentments and more faults to your partner. And it's also much harder to get back to your normal daily tasks afterwards. So remember, if it's a small issue, Pick your battles. Don't lose your cool over something small and not very important. Number four, express your emotions without blaming each other. Relationships can suffer, especially when um, one partner makes statements that criticize or judge the other person's character or or decision making or behavior. So what you can do instead is use I statements and match them with behavioural descriptions. And this can really become a much more constructive approach and one that doesn't directly point a finger at our partner and doesn't make them resent us, be anxious or become angry. So I statements concentrate on how we feel without blaming the other person. And we use those behavioural descriptions to show our partner what is exactly we are talking about. So, for example, that sort of statement could be, I get really irritated when you interrupt me when I'm speaking. Use this instead of saying, you always interrupt me when I'm speaking. Why are you doing it? You make me so angry. Try to avoid using words like always and never. For example, if instead of saying, you never help me when I need it, say, I would really appreciate if you help me when I need it next. Or it makes me sad when you're not there to help me when I need it. And these strategies are direct and they do not target our partner's character and do not undermine our partner's ability to behave or act in a respectful way. And last point, number five, know when you need a timeout. So consider taking a break from your disagreement if you're not feeling well, if you're getting increasingly more and more agitated, or you notice your partner not listening to a single word you say. If you or your partner are not listening to each other, if you're just shouting at each other, if you're pointing fingers at who is right and who is wrong, it's time to take a break. And taking a break can be very beneficial in those circumstances to take few deep breaths to cool off and to rebalance yourself. And maintaining this composure under pressure is essential to effective conflict management. At the end, I also want to mention four steps that can really define whether your relationship will survive. Or whether over time especially under difficult circumstances will become one that is very difficult to manage and perhaps turns into unfulfilling one and those four steps that determine the future of your relationships are number 1 ability to apologize number 2 ability to forgive number 3 ability to teach our partner what they've done wrong and how they can improve. And the last one, number four, ability to listen and learn. I hope this was helpful to you and I look forward to speaking to you next week. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did enjoy it, why not subscribe or leave a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts I would love to hear from you and see what you think. You can connect with me on LinkedIn. The link is below in the show notes. As always, the notes from today's podcast episode are published on our website, which is virtuallyunbreakable.bussprout.com. See you in the next episode of Virtually Unbreakable, where we will discuss various types of attachment styles and how they affect how we form relationships.